Come one, come all, gather round, my friends. It's time for Adventure Club Theater. If you lend us an ear, the adventure never ends. It's time for Adventure Club Theater. Where theater is the adventure. Welcome to Adventure Club Theater, where theater is the adventure. Today, we are going to have a very special interview. Hello, and welcome to our studio, Moses. Thanks for having me. I totally enjoyed the movie Prince of Egypt. It was a fun movie, but it didn't exactly tell my story accurately. Oh, really? Yeah, for one thing, I never met Pharaoh Ramses. It would have been cool to chariot race against him, though. Wow, I never knew that. Also, my people didn't build the pyramids. They were already there when we came to Egypt. We only built storehouses. Whoa, I didn't realize quite a few details of your life were changed in the Prince of Egypt. Yeah, if you want historical accuracy, then you need to go to the Bible. But since I'm here... Let me tell you my story from the beginning. I was born into a time of Egyptian oppression against my people. The Hebrews were slaves to the Egyptians, working in their fields and building their supply cities. There was a decree that all Hebrew male babies were to be killed. My mother saw how beautiful I was when I was born. I bet I could have been a Gerber baby. She tried to hide me for a few months. However, she knew she couldn't keep me a secret forever. She prayed and prayed in desperation. She put me in a basket and floated me down the Nile River. I was found by the daughter of Pharaoh. She had compassion upon me and adopted me, even though she knew I was a Hebrew baby. I told you I could have been a Gerber baby. My sister Miriam was following me from afar the whole time. When she saw the daughter of Pharaoh pick me up, Miriam ran to her. Miriam asked if she needed a nursemaid for the baby. The daughter of Pharaoh ended up paying my mother to take care of me. Pretty cool, huh? My mother taught me all she could about my heritage, until it was time for me to be officially adopted by the daughter of Pharaoh. I actually knew about my Hebrew heritage as I was raised in the court of Pharaoh. The movie makes it look like I never knew until I was much older. I learned philosophy, science, and military tactics growing up in the court of Pharaoh. If I Stuck with my Egyptian upbringing, I might have been in line for the throne. However, I never forgot who I was. I knew God brought me here for a special purpose. One day I saw an Egyptian brutally beating a Hebrew slave. I was so outraged by what was happening, I walked up to the Egyptian and killed him. I thought I was making a statement for God. I thought, if the Hebrew slaves saw what I did, they would rally behind me. We would rise up together and take Egypt. But things didn't go the way I planned. 
In fact, everything went sideways. I ended up running for my life and living in exile in a country several hundred miles away. I went from living as a prince in a luxurious palace to living in a tent as a lowly shepherd. That must have been a difficult transition. Yes, to say the least. However, looking back, I now realize God wanted me to unlearn everything I learned in Egypt. During my time in Midian, I learned humility and patience. They were difficult but valuable lessons that prepared me for what was to come. Can you talk a little bit about your experience at the burning bush? Ah, yes. I had been living in Midian for forty years. One day, when I was herding sheep, I saw a burning bush. It wasn't like anything I've ever seen in my life. The bush was on fire, but it wasn't consumed by the fire. I just had to take a look. When Jesus called to me from the burning bush, I realized I was in the presence of God. What was that experience like? Oh, I was completely terrified. I didn't want to look at God's face. I was afraid I would die on the spot. God told me it was time for me to go back to Egypt and deliver my people from bondage. However, I didn't want to go. I thought of my past failure. If I couldn't get the people of Israel to follow me when I was a young prince of Egypt, why would they listen to a lowly old shepherd? To be honest, at this point of my life, I grew to be distrustful of myself and. Did not yet trust God. I began to learn that lesson on that mountain that day. How so? God asked me to throw my rod to the ground, and it turned into a snake. He then told me to reach out and pick the snake up by its tail. Now, as any shepherd will tell you, that is just crazy. If you Had to pick up a snake with your hand, you would grab it by the base of its head. If you grabbed it by its tail, it would bite you. It wasn't easy, but I had to learn to take God at His word and trust Him. Wow, I never thought of that story in Exodus chapter three like that. That is so fascinating. There is so much I want to ask you about the ten plagues and the Exodus from Egypt. However, due to time constraints, let's skip to the sanctuary. Why did God ask you to build Him a sanctuary in the wilderness in the first place? My people, the Israelites, had been in Egypt for over four hundred years. Even though we were slaves, we assimilated into Egyptian culture and forgot our heritage. We were God's chosen people. God had a purpose for us. We were supposed to teach the nations around us about God. We were supposed to share the good news that they could be saved if they forsake their idols and sinful ways and worship only Him. However, we had forgotten our purpose. The sanctuary was God's way of reintroducing Himself to us. God wants to dwell with us, but sin cannot exist in His presence. How can God reconcile this problem? The answer is shown in the sanctuary 
and its services. Whoa. Indeed. To be honest with you, I never really paid much attention to the sanctuary when I studied the Bible. I just thought it was a funny old tent with services that had no relevance for us today. Actually, the sanctuary message is more relevant than ever, especially in these end times. Would you and your friends like a tour? Yes, that would be great. When do we start? Find out next time on Adventure Club Theater, where theater is the adventure. If you enjoyed the show, join us next week for another. It's time for Adventure Club Theater. Till we meet again, yes, we'll see you later. Goodbye from Adventure Club Theater, where theater is the adventure. This episode was written by David Quach. The voices were Christy Wen, hi, Fred Davis, If you enjoyed this podcast, please check out the Veggie Boy Project. It is a story of a young man discovering God's health message and his journey into faith.